the college football experience, hot takes and best stadiums episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet. Uh, that's once again, sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the NASCAR gambling podcast. Yes. Start your engines, Patty C. Cause uh, with Rod and Cody, they are absolutely fantastic and get ready to gamble on the Daytona 500 this Sunday. So check out that episode and always remember to let it Ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Wondering who the hell you're listening to? Well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dent, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) I am very healthy when we get to talk college football. And hey, that's why, uh, you know, we talk about it pretty much year round. All right. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, give him some music, yeah, buddy. some big introduction. Oh yeah, we- we're all feeling healthy, Colby. You're the healthiest man alive. Talking year round college football, aren't you? It is. I wake up thinking about matchups. Wait for, still waiting for the Mountain West schedule to drop. Sun Belt. Just a few others, and then we're home. That's Some FCS schools. Blood pressure is regulated. We're holding off diabetes here because of college football. <laughs> <laughs> I am at least. So, yeah. <laughs> sure about that? Yeah, I don't know. I but, I, yeah. Tell myself at least. It's like uh, you know the, the college football saving me. The twelve-team playoffs coming, Patty C. All right. Yeah. Watch maybe out. that'll put the heart heart rate up. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, we are joined by third man in the booth here, the DFS God himself. Look, you can still play DFS because. Do the college basketball experience DFS style, so make sure you give this guy a, f- a follow. But give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lag giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? First down. Uh, I mean, what's going on? We have a lot of college football to talk. We got, we got some hot takes that we're going to deal out in a bit, but we want to talk about best college football stadiums. You know, it's something that's important. It's important to us. We love college football. We don't want to see games, you know, potentially at the, uh, what do they call that Georgia dome now? Oh yeah. The uh, Mercedes Benz, Mercedes Benz, the second Mercedes Benz uh, dome (laughs) stadium. We care about the history of the sport. We want to see uh, classic college football games at classic stadiums on look, campus, preferably. Prefer, oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, and there's been a guy, all right. I, I, this guy to me is, is like, uh, I don't know, he's, he's mysterious, but but amazing at the same time. Like I follow. It's one of the only pages I think I go to re, like on the regular. Say, hey, what games are is he going to? this time. Uh, but we're lucky enough to have him on our show. And I've been wanting to get this guy on the show. I feel like 
for over a year. I feel like we talked about it last year and that is probably my fault because I, I didn't follow through because Patty C uh, was, was serving me white claws. Um, and I probably forgot, but I want to welcome on this guy, uh, Michael Barker, AKA I give this guy a follow because I'm telling you it is a college football campus tour. His name is Michael and we're delighted to have him on the show. How you doing, Michael? And uh, thanks for hopping on. Well, fellas, I appreciate you having me and uh, Colby. I do feel like it's uh, been a long time coming and uh, anytime we can talk college football in February and, and bridge the gap between now and the regular season, I'm, I'm very much thrilled to do it with you guys. Oh, you're certainly welcome. And, and I want to walk people through what I, what I really think is probably one of the, uh, look, I love 70 sports Twitter follow. That's yeah. one yeah, that I, one. I love to follow always hilarious. This your Twitter page is to me, especially during the football season. Uh, you know, no disrespect. I probably refresh it more during the football season as I go, Hey, where, where the hell's he at this week? Where's what, what's he doing on this Tuesday night? Uh, walk us through what, what, what's how this happened essentially. So, uh, you know, it wasn't organic, but I, you know, my dad played college football. He played at uh, BYU and university of Pacific in Stockton, California. So always grew up with uh, college football in the background. I just wanted to tour the country and expand my mind. I went to a, uh, a vacation in Colorado to stay at the Stanley Hotel, which is the hotel based on the movie The Shining that Stephen King stayed at. Estes uh, Park, right? Estes Park, Colorado. Yeah. So yeah. on the way there, I stopped at Boulder and I stopped at Colorado State. And I just enjoyed checking out the stadiums, going on campus. And uh, they also each had a, a bronze Buffalo Ralphie statue and a, a Ram statue. And I had uh, students take my photo with it. And then I did research and said, hey, they got, you know, they're all these stadiums and all these statues. And so I just started making little trips. And then in uh, 2017, I took three weeks off my job, went to 99 schools and uh, just visited every stadium, <laughs> loved it, started going to games in the, the fall. 11 in 2017, 30 in 2018, 50 in 2019. And then it's just been going since then. Uh, and look, that's he, why I got to ask Colby yeah. if I can jump in real quick <laughs> Jump and, in, and, and it's none of our business. So if you want to tell us to pound sand, please, but how do you make it work financially? Well, it's funny. Cause I have like my FAQs when inter inter interviews come up and I know a couple. So this is a very <laughs> common question. I, would imagine. Uh, I do real estate appraisals in California. Uh, California is uh, $1,400 a square foot right now. So uh, the appraisal fees are based on uh, the values of the homes a lot of times. So from January to August, I try to work as much as possible. I'm self-employed. And then when the season comes, just do enough to pay the bills. And, you know, historically real estate has been amazing in the last, you know, few months or so it's slowed down, but, um, I just try to do everything on the cheap, take the early flights. Uh, I have a rental car discount code that I got tailgating at FIU way back when. So um, oh, man. I'm just a regular guy though. I'm not some trust fund baby or anything. That's <laughs> awesome, man. And, and have you thought, if I can steal two questions in a row, have you thought about a way to monetize this? Like, will, will, will somebody somewhere pay you to do this? I don't know I if you have to like write reviews or something. Yeah. So I feel like it's shark tank. And I mean, you guys have a show and we all have an idea and a concept and we just need someone to see the value in what we do. So in the niche subset category of stadium travel, I'm the guy. <laughs> Yeah, so there it is. If you're interested in someone repping that for your company, you, you would look to me. So far, it hasn't happened. I have some ideas in this off season that I'm working on, but ideally, you know, I, at the end of 2021, I hit all 130 FBS stadiums, and my Twitter following was 5,000. Fast forward about 18 months, we're at 13,000. So it's going in the right direction, and hopefully, somebody will say, "Hey, just do what you're doing, and we'll pay for it." That would be great. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yes. And, and there's so many questions I have because uh, well, first off uh, hopefully we, we can help with that, but, but uh, it was great because essentially our bosses, but you know, we started the sports gambling podcast with Sh uh, Sean and Ryan who, who do the, basically the NFL show. They, they know college football. They just don't know it like us. Right. And, and, uh, and it's funny because you know, this a couple months ago, Sean pulls me aside. He's like, dude, have you followed this guy? college football campus tour. And I'm like, dude, I know this guy. Yeah. I don't know him, but I know him. You know what I right. mean? But, uh, but a brother, man, a brother from yeah. another mother. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but, uh, 
if you follow the Twitter page, folks, once again, at CFB campus tour, it's not like me that I'll go to a game, you know, uh, Oh, Colby's been to two games in three weeks. He grinds, Michael grinds. He, he's at like a Tuesday night Maction game at Toledo. And then on Wednesday, he's in like Bowling Green, Kentucky, checking out the Hilltoppers. And then Thursday, he'll be in NC State watching NC, NC Knicks Wolfpack. And, and then Saturday, he's at a big. It's, well, I mean, what, what is the most you've done in one week? So I, I, you brought up Maction, which is all of our, you know, degenerate. You could be a gambler, <laughs> you could be a game traveler, you could still be a degenerate. But those three weeks, you have games Tuesday through Saturday. So that's five days out of seven. And if you do that three weeks in a row, that's a possibility to go to 15 games in 19 days. Wow. But if you go to two games on a Saturday, a noon game and an 8 p.m. <laughs> game, then it's uh, six per week. So you can go to 18 college football games in a 19 day period. So I've done that before. And and that would, I think that's the most you could possibly do. I love it. I love it. And look, here's what I love. And this is how I knew we would be fast friends is like, it was a, you're you're going to Maxion games. I mean, I feel like, you know, me and Nick have talked about, we got to get there on these Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You want a a quick route to Colby's heart. Yeah. Well, then then he's doing like an FCS for, he's going to like, He's going to like Lehigh Lafayette on like a Friday night. Well, that's not, wouldn't be on a Friday night, but Lehigh it's an Ivy league game on a Friday night in the FCS sure. ranks. Uh, you went to what D two Colorado school of mines, right? Didn't you go there this year? Yeah, there, there was two. I went to golden Colorado, which is the oldest football field West of the Mississippi river, 1893. And there's South Dakota mines, which is O'Hara stadium where there's 350 parking spots for drive in football, where you park your ah. car around the perimeter of the stadium. And they encourage you to honk your horn, set off your security alarm. And it's the black Hills rivalry. It's the fourth most played college football rivalry rivalry in the history of college sport is bananas. Right. And I went there on my birthday, October 1st. Why would I go to rapid city? Cause I want to sit in a car and honk a horn and drink beer and watch the game. Right. That's oh my God. Awesome. I mean, it, 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 tell me this isn't incredible, guys. I, I like, uh, and also, Michael doesn't know this, but I saw him because I've been following your Twitter for a while too. I saw you at the App State at Coastal Carolina game in November oh. in Conway. Yeah, I was a few rows up, so I didn't, I didn't get a chance to say hi. I wasn't about to, you know, shout your name or anything, but I saw you there. That was a revenge game too, because the previous year, uh, Coastal mm-hmm. was undefeated, went to Boone on a Wednesday and got beat. Yep. And that game they had, you know, when they say circle on the calendar is cliche, but they literally built a whole year of animosity. And so um, to see that come to that, the revenge come through, it was awesome. And hey, if you see me at the game, sometimes people say, oh, I feel like I shouldn't say anything. I'm there for the people, you know, yeah. uh, uh, I'm not concerned with the outcome of the game. Um, I'm a neutral fan. I made the mistake of going to a college that didn't have college football. And so now <laughs> I'm not tethered to any particular thing, but Honestly, I roam the stadium and and I try to talk to, I call it politicianing, you know, try to talk to as many people as possible. So if you see me in a game next time, definitely say what's up. We'll do. I, I, I love the thing. It's like, so I took a couple of weeks uh, off. I took two weeks off, went to 99 uh, universities. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. how the hell, and, you know, those weren't games. I could tell you guys is I I've never, I stayed in one hotel room the entire year last year. Um, I always either sleep at the airport, sleep at the car. You know, if a game gets out at 11:30 p.m. and then you have a 5:30 flight the next day, there's really no point. And so, when you take two or three weeks off your job and you go to 99 schools, well, you're not <laughs> staying at the Ritz Carlton. You're staying in, you know, your Hyundai Elantra rental car. You know, so. a true grinder. I Someone love it, get man. this guy a Madden Madden mobile well, over here. I can tell that you take like a camera with you because there's some of the photos are really quality photos that I've seen. You got to be making this into like a photo book, man. Coffee table book. Uh, all oh, yeah. these, all these universities actually, you've been to. Yeah, that's actually one thing I'm working on right now. So I have an uncle who is a book publisher in Seattle, and I the idea I have right now is 50 college football stadiums you must visit before you die, and it doesn't have to just be your P5 Alabama. It could be some of the ones we talked about: South Dakota Mines, Colorado Mines. Uh, you know, Winston Salem State in uh, North Carolina is a D2 HBCU. There's there's a, a, a NASCAR track around the stadium, and and they play football inside of it. So those are the kind of things you want <laughs> to point it. out. Pretty badass. Part of that, I got to have a couple of chapters, or at least one chapter, on your uh, restricted view segment. Yeah, because that's another thing you do. I think at pretty much every stadium, you try to find that one seat where you can't see the whole field. 
And that's yeah. always interesting to see where they where the you know the university tries to fit some extra seats in. I mean, there's so many things you can say about that, but one thing is, you know, you guys mentioned following the Twitter account during the season is mo- it's 99% positive. Look at the stadium. You should go there. I had a great time, but you know how social media is the second that you put a negative thing out there. Oh my God, look at this. And so there were two tweets this year, one at uh, uh, Western Michigan and one at the barstool Arizona sports bowl, where I put those obstructed view seats in uh, the first one. The, there was a local reporter from Kalamazoo who actually did like an investigative report story. And he went to the athletic department and stuck a microphone in their face and say, do you sell this seat to the public? How could you do, you know? And so that You're making change. And, yeah. And then the Barstool Sports, uh, it was in the Arizona Wildcat Stadium. And and that thing ended up on, with 4 million views on Twitter. The Daily Mail in the UK, ESPN asked me wow. to use it. But essentially, I roam the stadium. I look for an obstructed view, meaning your seat blocks the field. And sometimes it's just the design of an old stadium. Sometimes they built a like a exterior press box that sticks out and they left the bench there. And, and so I just have someone take a photo behind me, which is always an interesting conversation to try to get somebody <laughs> to, um, to conspire with me to do it. But yeah, it, there's... For all the positive tweets about how great a stadium is, you show that view and, and people, they go crazy for it. Oh, it's fantastic, man. One uh, thing we all want to know before we jump subjects here, you mentioned Western Michigan. When you were there, did you go to Waldo's <laughs> for liquor pitchers? I did not. I did oh, not. You missed out, man. You got to go back. He'll be back next. He'll be back next, next year for sure. I would imagine it's right down there. It's like right across the street from the stadium. You can't miss. Well, it. you guys were talking about schedules coming out. The max should be out any day. And so that's when we got to fill in the gaps with these, you know, multi uh, game weeks. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Now, a lot of people sleep in their cars after liquor pitchers at Walmart. So <laughs> you, you won't be alone. You'll be right at home. It would probably be much warmer too. I would imagine. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yes. Wait, but I saw you did uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You went to Cameron indoor for Duke's basketball too, right? Yeah. So what happens is towards the November, December living in California, if you fly out on a Sunday after the Saturday game, and then you're trying to get to Ohio for a matching game on a Tuesday, it's too expensive. So a lot of times I'll just stay out on the road. And that particular uh, couple of days, I saw that I went to a North Carolina game on a Sunday and I went to Cameron indoor on a Monday. And, you know, I, I live in California and, and, you know, in, in Northern California, we got Cal Berkeley, we got Stanford, San Jose State, nothing like Duke, nothing like North Carolina. So those were great experiences. Oh, I bet, man. And then look, after your 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 coffee table book for college football comes out, you can jump into college basketball. You got 363 teams. Do you just just D one? So uh but hold on. I wanna know, did you consider doing this with the NFL or was did the college just like what was what were you thinking saying, hey, I'm gonna do this with all college, not NFL, not you know, I'm just so curious. I think, I think we're on the same page here as far as NFL stadiums. I mean, I call them office build or office <laughs> buildings with fields in the middle. Um, you know, the stadiums that I love growing up, they don't exist anymore. You know, the Candlestick Park, the Three mm-hmm. Rivers, the yeah. you know the old Cowboy Stadium, they, they don't. And so you just throw a credit union or a bank name in front of a park or stadium, and that's what they are. So honestly, if I were just to extend my weekend trip one more day and hit a Sunday, um, every week during the college football season, I could hit all 32 teams in a two year period. I know that I could do it. I just don't have that desire. And, and to be honest with you, you know, the national championship last year, two years ago was in the Colts stadium last year. It was in SoFi stadium, which was one of the most miserable experiences mm-hmm. that I've ever had in my life. It uh, rained in the dome. <laughs> you were at the national it championship rained in the dome. Yeah. It's SoFi. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it, you know, they had this genius idea to cover 90% of the, the field, except the stairs and then had windows that let the rain in. And so people, <laughs> TCU fans were losing 65 to seven and getting rained on. Uh, in, in the dome. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing though. And I, I guess, you know, we do see eye to eye. I've made it a thing of like, you know, whether it's the new Raider stadium that I call the EDM club in Vegas <laughs> or, uh, or, or SoFi or, you know, I think the Vikings, they all remind me of like a shopping mall. There's no personality yeah. to the stadiums and, no. and I, and it's, everyone seems to love it. I, I'm so glad that I feel like someone out there because I, 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 do you feel this way when you, have you been to it? Like I went to the, the, the Cardinal stadium and I was like, yeah, 
The stadium sucks. Yeah, they, you know, they call the uh, they call the Cardinal Stadium the toaster because it kind of looks like you put toasters and uh, bread in the top. And then my nickname for Allegiant is either you know a Roomba, like that little vacuum. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. A, a hockey puck. Yeah, or a helipad like for a helicopter. But yeah, it's I went there for the Fiesta Bowl, Michigan TCU at the uh, at the Glendale Stadium. And it feels like jail, you know, they have, places yeah. you can't go on this level if you don't have this designation and all that. So college football stadiums are much more relaxed, fun, low key. You can go around. So better experience for somebody just there for the stadium. A hundred percent, man. And I think it's what's missing in the game. I try to cause awareness for it, but okay. I want to touch base on what stadiums are your favorites in each conference? Now I know this could change because maybe you went, maybe uh, you went to, I don't know, maybe you went to a Rutgers game against, I don't know, VMI, and you're saying, well, that game wasn't good. It's unfair because maybe I went to Michigan, Ohio State, you know, or or whatever. It's some some big time matchup. But I'm curious here if we were to go, say, let's start. You know, we we, we won't go FCS, even though we we love the FCS and we could do that. I could tell, I could ask you top 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 FCSs, but hang on ACC. What would be the one that you've enjoyed the most? And maybe the one you haven't been to. So what's funny about when you rank stadiums, you have to fight against the preconceived rankings that people have, even though they haven't been to all of them. So if you say something different, they tell you that you're wrong, even though they haven't been to them. So just, so in the ACC, usually people say Clemson. And if you don't say Clemson, then you're wrong. I say Lane Stadium in Virginia Tech, Blacksburg. To me, it's not just the the uniqueness of the stadium design because it came together in pieces, but it's the inner Sandman. It's the whole, you know, Blacksburg is not a big town. So I love that place. And I've been there when they got beat on a Thursday night by Duke by 30 mm. points <laughs> and the fans were there. And then I was there uh, in 2021, the season opener when they beat. Sam Howell, ranked number nine, North Carolina, and stormed the field. So oh. both experiences, opposite end of the spectrum, they were they were both fantastic. Yeah, and and I I've been there for a Thursday night back when they were in the Big East, West Virginia, at West Ooh, at Virginia Tech, came down to a goal line stand by by actually West Virginia, and they able they they got the dub. So it wasn't a celebration, but what a what a game! That stadium's fantastic, so loud. Durko says nothing better than a Saturday morning in Morgantown. Um, well, well, we'll get to the Big Twelve. Hold on, let's go alphabetically. <laughs> AAC, AAC. Oh, first off, which one? In the, have you been to every one in the ACC? So I've been to a game at every FBS stadium. I wow. love it. Telling you, what's we're the worst? Not, we're not what's worthy. The worst we're not worthy. <laughs> and I've been to sixty-one of one hundred and twenty-eight FCS for a game, and I've been to like ninety-five of them for a visit. So. My goal is within four years to have seen all 261 D1 stadiums again wow. there, and I would be the only person in the world to do that. So well, I'm an badass. ACC guy. Yeah. I live in ACC country. While we're on that, what's the worst? Because there's a lot of bad stadiums, a lot of bad environments in the ACC, unfortunately. So uh, you know, I'm gonna have to go with the ones that play in pro stadiums. I'm gonna say Pitt. I'm gonna say Miami. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had to say a non uh, a, a non pro stadium. I mean, maybe Wake Forest, possibly. Wake and Duke, Wake and Duke aren't. Yeah, Duke. Aren't. I did see that Duke is getting a Monday night opener against Clemson. Yeah, and, hell yeah, man. And I'm expecting that to be the best possible representation they could have, whatever that might be. Only problem is it's going to be 60% Clemson fans. That's very true. <laughs> if That's not very more. True. And 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 what, Nick? You went to Alabama at Duke. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I saw uh, Mark Ingram, you know, just, just ter- I mean, like the, the Duke safeties were like running in the opposite direction. They didn't want to tackle him. It was ugly. And same thing, Bama fans packed the house and Duke fans just don't show up. It's a shame. That was a different maybe- day and age. Elko ball is here, buddy. And coach right. K's hey, gone. Great year one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You got that football school now. Okay. Okay. AAC. I know, I know I'm, I'm running this thing long, but that's what, that's what I do. All right. That's I always take an interview and I, I push it. AAC. Uh, what is your favorite one? What is your least favorite one? I would imagine maybe UTSA because even though it's not a pro NFL stadium, it's a pro pro NBA stadium. Uh, yeah, I mean, so if you know that the UAB's new stadium protective stadium is really nice. Um, it's really great. But my favorite is the Liberty bowl in Memphis, uh, classic environment, huge games there. Uh, they don't you know, have that design too much anymore. 
I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I lobby uh, me and Patty C talk about this all the time. And I said, that should be one of our playoff locations. I, I, I wish they would dive into the history of the sport and play at classic venues. What, even if it was, even if they went pro, they could go Lambo, but I, I, I would love to see it, you know, Rose bowl uh, or the Coliseum. They can alter that uh, yeah. the, the, for the South. I think they go to the Liberty bowl. I thought that was that or the cotton bowl. If they played at either of those, if they're insisting on the history of the sport for the bulls. If that, if that's the reason the bulls are the system that we need to have two rounds of playoffs in at these neutral site locations, at least go to the actual traditional locations of them instead of these new, like pseudo bowl, lo- like domes. It's terrible. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. But but I, I love the Liberty Bowl from from the way it looks too. The style is is awesome there. Okay, nope, so wait, no Le- mention of Dowdy Ficklin. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, ECU guy here. You, you know, I've been to I've been to two games there, and the crowd has not shown up, and that takes away a little bit from the experience. As far as the stadium, that's Scotty uh, Montgomery. I, you went during the Scotty Montgomery years. Well, I, I don't, I don't know if I've ever been more tired hiking up to the top of a stadium than that place. Cause that's, <laughs> it's like eight different stories of levels, but it's a very cool stadium. I just haven't been there for one of the classic games yet. You know what it is though? Is we always had a great crowd, but when Scotty Montgomery was the head coach there, we were losing so much. I mean, I'm talking like, it wasn't like losing 1916. I mean, you were losing it was, a jam. It was you. losing right. like 70 to three. <laughs> so I, I, it had to be in that era if, if I had to bet, because normally I feel like ECU show, there, there was shit. I mean, in it's the mid two thousands, in the mid two thousands, they were talking about, I remember sports illustrated did an article about how the sec should look into ECU yeah, because they're like Mississippi state. Yeah. Um, uh, what about the worst in the AAC? Did you answer that one? No. Right. I mean, it, you're again, you got pro stadiums, you got USF, you got temple. I mean, I love old stadiums, but rice is pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> and that's not an NFL stadium. So um, those would be the one. And yeah, those would be the ones that I would stick with in the AAC. All right. Let's hop on over to the big 12. Uh, we were just talking about this. Durko saying nothing better than a Saturday in Morgantown. Curious if perhaps that could be, Oh, what's your take on, on Morgantown? And would that be your, your top, your top choice? It, w- it would not be my number one. Uh, it's, you know, it's a very nice, you know, great environment for college football. You know, West Virginia is one of those States where there's no pro team. So the emphasis is placed on the colleges. Um, the BYU now where we got these new teams in there is almost a murderer's row of stadiums. And, you know, I love uh, Oklahoma. Uh, I'm on a Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. They call it the Palace on the Prairie. It's one of the best there. BYU just jumped in there. Lavelle Edwards Stadium with the mountains in the background is one of the best there's out there. You know, the the vibe at UCF with the bounce house where the, the bleachers literally flex when you're there. Mm-hmm. And then Nippert is a new one for, uh, for uh, Cincinnati as well. So um, it, it you know, I call this like Baskin Robbins. What do you want? What's your flavor? Do you want the biggest stadium? You want the best views, the best. And, and I'm forgetting McLean, which out of the newer stadium being right on the Brazos river, that's probably the nicest new stadium that's been built in the last 15 or 20 years. What about worst? Is there even a worst in the big, is there even a worst? I mean, I Jack trice is, is, has one of the most simple, you know, the press box is almost like the signature piece of a stadium. That's the most identifiable thing. Very basic there. Um, also Kansas, you know, they tried to fill in the track in some of these stadiums. So the, the lower level seats are not only far away from the field, but they're also low. So you're looking into the back of the players and then they try to put in a, a scoreboard and they decided to put it behind the track. So it's really far off there. So I would say those two stadiums. Okay. Okay. Jack Trice. And what was the other one? Kansas, because they filled in the track, which okay. makes sense because you're, it's like, I give Vanderbilt basketball shit for right. having that stadium with the volleyball. It's like super far away. Yeah. When you're even your first row is far away. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, how about big 10? Let's, let's go big 10. Nick, were you any, su- Nick, Nick, were you surprised at any of the big 12 answers? No, no, not really. But it, it is, especially with uh, you know, the new members, it's now a great conference for, for home stadiums. Cause there is a, a lot of variety and a lot of top-notch ones. Yeah. Real quick, your opinion of Daryl Royal. I like it. Under, I'm sorry, I went ahead. there. So there's a few games I went to during COVID where they were only allowing 20% capacity. So you didn't get the full atmosphere. They were also working on that Longhorn logo in the end zone when I went there. So 
my 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 uh, review is a little bit uh, incomplete just because of those um, those caveats, but it's huge. I mean, I, I remember that LSU game with Joe Burrow a couple of years ago, and that place looked like it was about the top was going to blow off of it. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to get, I was going to go to the Alabama game this year, the the opener, but I saw it was like 105 degrees at noon. And I said, all right, I'm going somewhere up North. So. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me and Nick went to a Kansas state at Texas game in, it in was a in, monsoon. Yeah. Wow. In, in a monsoon. But it, it, here's, what's crazy was, I mean, this is Charlie strong era. So I guess they weren't great, but they're, I guess they haven't been great under a bunch of these coaches, but I mean, uh, uh, got them. The fan base we found that we connected with more was the Kansas state fans. We were at the bar, yeah. like they were partying. And I was like this, the Kansas state people are so friendly. And so, you know, uh, I don't know. They had the, the college football experience, you know, the college, the rah, rah, you know, like where I feel like Texas was kind of, eh. so uh, we came away with, with that from our trip. Nick, am I, am yeah, I, I yeah. underwhelmed? Yeah. We yeah. didn't think the Texas fans really showed out that much. I, I, I believe K state won that game in overtime. Is that right? Sounds sounds accurate. Maybe yeah, fact I, check that. <laughs> yeah, might have been consuming some that day. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's let's hop on back to the Big Ten. Like like I said here, Big Ten is it is this going to go chalk? Just Ohio State or Michigan? Uh, you know, or, or could Penn State? You know, I feel like those three are the main ones everyone talks about. Is there any way? You know, you could have a sleeper in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, what's your top choice in the Big Ten? I mean, if you want me to say a sleeper, I'll say Kinnick. In Iowa, uh, very cool location. You got the Children's Hospital looking oh, yeah, over the fantastic. stadium, so yeah. um, that one. I have a soft spot for uh, Ryan Field. Uh, I love the little towers there. Um, but They're getting nothing. rid of it. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, it's well, killing me. Just remodel I some. I know, but yeah, I mean, I just went to the whiteout against uh, Minnesota last year. Hundred nine thousand people at Penn State uh, last year. One of the best traveling days I had was. Uh, noon game, Oregon at Ohio State, 8 p.m. game, Washington at Michigan. It's a three-hour drive in between, so I got to see both those. So you really can't go wrong with the the big house. But for me, our big house or the shoe, I love the Rose Bowl. And the if you know, I read up on the history of uh, the big house. Fielding Yost, who was the Yale uh, back at Yale, he wanted the big house to originally be 150,000 seats, and they settled on the 100,000 or plus or minus they're at right now. So just imagine that place with 50,000 more seats. Right? Wow! Yeah, it's almost 1A and 1B. The vibe, it, the, the design of Beaver Stadium is 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 kind of a little bit disjointed. It started much much smaller and got pieced together. You can't beat that atmosphere. But uh, Ohio Stadium and, and the big house are 1A and 1B. I got you. I see Mookie in the chat saying Nebraska. I went to a Nebraska game and, and they destroyed Northwestern, which one of the few wins Nebraska's had in the past couple of years. But that that was a pretty awesome experience. Like the whole the whole city was was pretty much shut down Did for it Nebraska. Get loud even uh with yeah. that blowout. No, th- but Nebraska blew them out. Yeah, know, so yeah, they yeah, were, it got loud. Hyped. It yeah. got loud. Um so what what what'd you make of Lincoln when you went there? I, they they played Michigan in 2021 and it was actually a really competitive game at the end. Uh, you know, it's funny about that stadium is they stick the students up in the very top corner of the stadium, which I know you can make more money if you have people paying ticket prices closer to the field, but a lot of places the atmosphere is created because of the students yeah, close proximity to the sure. field. So, uh, but you know, I, what do they have like 300, 400 straight uh, sellouts. So yeah. Um, again, it's another state like West Virginia with no pro sports there. So um, it's a great, great environment. And I'm hoping to go back for another game. There we go. Okay. Uh, CUSA. I know um, this is a tough question because CUSA has all these new teams coming. I'll <laughs> say, I guess to see it, the CUSA now, when you add in New Mexico state, uh, Jacksonville state, uh, who am I forgetting? Who's the third team? Sam Houston State. Yeah, Sam Houston State. Uh, I know that you probably haven't seen many of them taking on each other, um, but what would your top one be in the CUSA? So this is an easy answer for me. The Sun Bowl at UTEP is oh, that's probably, the one I said too. Yeah, oh. and that I, I tell people that's my favorite stadium. Uh, you know, I could go four thousand foot elevation. It's literally on the U.S. Mexico border. When you at the top of the bleachers, you can look into Mexico. The roadside bleachers <laughs> were carved into a mountain. Uh, it's the second longest running bowl game, other than the Rose Bowl. 
And it's just a serene place. And, and I went there on a Friday night last year in September. They played Boise State. They beat them. It was one of the biggest wins they'd had in the last 20, nice. 30 years. So uh, to me, it's the nexus of, you know, classic stadium and great location. I, I love the Sun Bowl. I've been there, but not for a football game. I've been there. I was I was doing some stand up in El Paso, and I went to uh, the, the stadium was right by the hotel. So I went there. It was I, I, I was taken back by the beauty of it. I wish this is what I mean though. It's like, just like the, the Liberty bowl. I wish they would play these. Like, yeah, that's an obvious one. There's so yeah. much to sell right there, especially with the, the I mean, that's such a bold statement to well, say you the have a huge bowl, military your population number one experience. Yeah. That's fucking unbelievable. I, Sun bowl, you know, man. my, my dad played there as a player and there, you know, he also played at tiger stadium LSU and just told me about some of those, but I don't know what, you, and that's the thing about traveling to games where you're going to have one that you expect to be great and it doesn't hit like that. And then you're going to have other ones that you're not really thinking of. And all of a sudden it feels like it is just home and perfect. And for me, I like, I, I don't, I just, I love G five football. I feel like it's the perfect uh, intersection. It's the sweet spot for fans like P five. You go there, you're not getting out of the parking lot for an hour and a half. You're, you know, you can't get into the bathroom. You can't get concessions. You can't move in your seat. And then you go to FCS, you know, you have your Montana's, you have your Jackson States where they're going to show out. But a lot of times small crowds and you can notice the product on the field is not what we would expect. But G5 is like right in between there. You're going to get good players on the field and you're also going to get good crowds, but they're friendly and personable. So um, the sun bowl to me, it just hits all those buttons. And, you know, I have a joke that I, if I passed away, I would make all my followers spread my ashes at every FBS stadium, <laughs> like a little portion, right? <laughs> if they want to do the the lazy route, just go to the sun bowl and drop me there. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I went to Missoula and, and that was one where I knew they, they had a, they had a, uh, a good football team, but yep. I, I, I didn't plan on going there for the game. I was there to do comedy and all of a sudden uh, all of a sudden I noticed that Eastern Washington's in town. They were both top 10 ranked and I went to, it was, it was actually sold out. I had to, I had to, I had to overpay for my ticket uh, just to get in there, but it was an amazing game. And I came away thinking like, this is these, these FCS secrets. I mean, that was probably my first F yeah, it was my first FCS game. And that, that place was incredible. Have you been to Missoula? Yeah. So I went to the brawl of the, they called the brawl of the yeah. wild when it's Montana in 2021. And two things. Number one is in when COVID hit, the FCS decided to play in the spring of 2021 rather than the fall to try to give themselves more time. And what happened was, you know, if we have 133 FBS schools and 130 FCS schools or 128, there's 261 teams playing on a Saturday. I'm not going to go to any FCS game, but all of a sudden they were playing the whole season in the spring. You could watch the bracket play out. So I went to 29 FCS games in the spring of 2021 and I loved it. What'd you tell the the job then? (laughs) What's that? What'd you tell your job then? Hey, I'm sorry. I got some stuff going on. The only thing with that was they were were only playing on Saturdays. So it was easier to do, but and I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to finish with, man? No, all, uh, you know, football over everything, first of all. So we can figure out a way to You know, I'll sleep in the car at home if I have to, but, um, But really, you know, I went to the Brawl of Wild 2021. I stood on top of the press box. I shot this video. Game day was talking about going there, and they decided to go to Ohio State, Michigan instead. And I think at halftime it was like 41 Idiots. to nothing. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> it was. it's a spiritual experience out there. And, it, you know, the mountains over there are just towering above the field. They sell out every game, so I'm not surprised that you were having problems getting tickets. But, you know, there's a lot of talk about teams like, uh, North Dakota state and South Dakota state, and Montana, they should go FBS. And we just, we mentioned that, you know, Jacksonville state and Sam Houston state are going up. These guys have it perfect. They're competing for championships. You know, they have a playoff bracket with on campus state uh, games until the, the championship, these guys, they, they have so much pride in their programs. And so, you know, Sam Houston state's going to be like the 13th FBS team in Texas. They have a track around their field. They have under 10,000 seats. They're going to get lost in the shuffle. Well, two years ago, they won the national championship in the spring in FCS. So uh, as much as you're like, hey, we want to see these guys in the FBS, I hope they stay put because it's just amazing experience out there. Interesting. Interesting. You are going to get more shine in the FCS than you would as the 13th team. Yeah. 
Texas. Yeah, well, I mean, we and, won a large playoff. We won a really large and, playoff. Well, and the other yeah. thing is the the FCS playoffs is 24 teams, and North Dakota State has won nine out of the last 12 championships. So you want to say, hey, we'll expand the playoff. We're going to get more parity. Well, that shows you if you're, you know, if you're the man, you can go through the teams over and over, and they've shown that. Yeah. Yeah. I also think they spend more than every other school too, though, in the FCS. I think I, absolutely. I think, yeah. Um, okay. We're in the middle of still doing this here at CUSA. Uh, the Mac, do you have a favorite in, in the Mac? It's either going to be the glass bowl at Toledo, or it's going to be Peden stadium in Ohio, uh, Ohio. That's one of the oldest stadiums in the Midwest. And then the glass bowl is just classic. It's got all these brick concrete looking uh, facade everywhere. And uh, there's been a lot of big games. I know Miami played at uh, the glass bowl a couple of years ago. So it'd be one of those two. I love how you went to, uh, was it the rubber bowl? You went to the yes. rubber bowl. That was Akron's old stadium that they got rid of. Yeah. Rest in peace. But mm-hmm. you went there and, and it's, it, it looked like, uh, you know, half, you know, it looked like a, like you're watching a zombie movie or something where there was graffiti on the walls of stuff. Uh, well, how was yeah. that? It was scary. <laughs> I mean, there, you know, yes. So it's right next to an old soap box derby. And so you just imagine what life was like, like in the 1940s with Akron football. And there it was, you know, beautiful, but it got dilapidated and run down. You had to kind of climb over this fence and jump in a valley. The turf is torn up because people <laughs> took souvenirs home. There's spray paint everywhere, you know, phone numbers for girls and moms and everything. <laughs> Shanties <But> football. <laughs> yeah. You and you go into these old facilities like the snack bars and the bathroom, and there's all this graffiti and skull tattoos and or, or skull paintings and everything. So um, you know, I always say that I'm grateful to get that mental picture of actually being there. But at the same time, you know, it's almost disrespectful to let something like that go the way it is. So I know they're working on the final project, but that being said, I'm glad that I got to put my boots on the ground at that place and just picture it mentally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool, man. Okay. Mountain West. I know, uh, I know, I mean, me and Nick have been wanting to go. I know we've talked about maybe even getting to, to Laramie. Uh, I've been to a couple, I've been to like San Diego state, but once again, it was at Qualcomm. It, it's not the well, same. We went to at, Boise. Yeah. We went to Boise on the Smurf turf. That was cool. Um, what's your, what's your, but just, if I had to guess, I'm going to say like Laramie or Fort Collins, I think those yeah, two, I, may, maybe honestly, Logan. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are all the ones, uh, you know, the, the mountain West has is got beautiful scenery everywhere. I should mention next Saturday, I'm going to uh, Honolulu for the last public event ever at Aloha stadium before they tear it down. So uh-huh. uh, RIP to Aloha. That, that yeah. would have been my favorite if it was still here, but it's your first, uh, first trip to uh, Aloha stadium. So I went to three games. I went in 2017, 2018 and 2019. <laughs> Never um, but that, that was your favorite though. <laughs> in the mountain West. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, Cause you cannot duplicate the, that setting there. I mean, you know, host the pro bowl for 47 years, all that. So, um, but yeah, I was fortunate to go to three games there. Uh, I was supposed to go to the, the, uh, Hawaii bowl in 2019. I said that I was tired from going to 50 games. <laughs> they beat BYU and it ended up being the last game ever at that stadium. And so it's part of my motivation to not get tired. I mean, yes, you get tired, but I'm not going to leave bullets in the chamber. And I, I always, I tweeted out the other day, what's your biggest regret of a game you didn't go to. And that's the number one. So, uh, but as far as favorite stadium, yeah, I mean, I love uh, war Memorial and Laramie, uh, 7,220 foot elevation. Uh, you know, I've been games there where it's minus, you know, in the, the minus degree temperature and it's just such an isolated, intimidating place to play. And then, you know, you mentioned Canvas Stadium in Colorado. Um, it's probably the nicest new G5 stadium that's been built in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, there was speculation. I know the Big 12 had them on a list. They almost they almost came into the Big 12. They weren't far away from uh, joining the Big 12. Uh, so, so what, one question here also. Sorry to cut you off, Colby. Boise, obviously, the colored turf. What are your thoughts on colored turfs in general? Unique is good. That's the way I look at it. So last year I went to the season opener. I went to central Arkansas and they have uh, the purple. They call it the stripes. It's the purple and gray field. Now, every college football game going on, why would I choose that game? Because followers and fans, they like it. So, um, you know, they got the, the inferno at Eastern Washington, but um, 
I don't think it's the eyesore seizure causing thing that fans want to exaggerate to. <laughs> See, but yeah. I think it's worse on TV. I think in person, you don't really notice it. So I've been to Boise and coastal Carolina while I'm there. I didn't really even think about it. Exactly. And you know, coastal Carolina, you brought it started out as a soccer stadium and then they put that turf in a few years ago. So no, I have no, I'm not it, in the purest sense of that. I have no problem with the, the color turf. My, my thing is like paint your turf, whatever color. Uh, I like Eastern Michigan's, but, but just don't, just don't put it inside. Football is meant to be outside. <laughs> Come on. Don't put it inside. I, I want to feel like I'm watching football, uh, you know, um, but at the same time play on grass too. Yeah. Play on grass too. I love that. That's, that's the angle that that's always hilarious. We care about player safety, but meanwhile, you're still playing. Yeah. Uh, like, you got triple yeah. the ACLs on uh <laughs> turf here. Um, yeah, my favorite game last year was uh, the FCS semifinals at uh, South Dakota state minus six, a kickoff outdoors there. I mean, it was snow. That was badass. So, oh yeah. That I'm was fantastic. You You're supposed to feel that they'll say, I'm not trying to go freeze, 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 uh, you know, freeze my ass off or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well you don't have to go, but come on, this is supposed to be, it's not supposed to be. Everyone's there. Like it's some type of in- Instagram yeah. event. Hey, there, you know, there, there's a hundred thousand people in the stadium. There's a hundred million people yeah. watching on TV. Give us something we can remember instead of like, well, it, well, it's like going to a Laker game. It's like, you, you feel like you're, you're at, I feel like I'm at a Hollywood party where everyone's just taking photos of stuff. It's like, I don't like even the sport is secondary. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like when you go to a, a a football game, you're supposed to be there for the football. And and if it's cold, that I think that plays more into what football is supposed to be like. Um, that game was awesome though, because that game, I saw the, the snow on the sides. They, they yeah. you know, yeah. the bulldozers have pushed that aside. Um, uh, we were in the middle. Where were we at? Pac 12. Yep. So Pac 12 favorite. I'm going to say Husky stadium. Uh, I love that place right next to Pacific ocean. Uh, it's got the cool overhangs cause it rains constantly. Uh, you know, you can do the the touristy local thing. They have Starbucks actually there. Go up to the top, sit under the sailgating, right? Exactly, sailgating. Yeah. You can do that. I mean, Otson is great. The Rose Bowl is obviously great. Uh, one that is really underrated, I think, is Cal Memorial Stadium. That place is is really amazing. Did you uh, drop huge. acid there? <laughs> <laughs> I was with my my family that day, so I was unable to do that. <laughs> no, but we've always said we've always said that Cal has some of the coolest. Like you look at it, you know. I've never been to that stadium. I've been to Berkeley, but just never that stadium. And they have all those gigantic trees. That looks like a little bit of like a forest up there. It just looks cool. It just looks yeah, cool. So I think it's Amazing. called Strawberry Canyon. And I actually was just looking at some of the history today when they built that stadium. They planted twenty five hundred. Um, uh, trees up there and the hill is, is called tightwad hill. And the reason they call it that is because back in the day you could sit up there and watch the games kind of like Wrigley field when you could watch games from the apartments across yeah, the street. Yeah. So you're a tightwad. You don't want to spend money. So you climbed mm-hmm. up the hill and you can watch the game. So <laughs> that's great. Cool. That's great. Yeah. I got to get up there for a game. Um, I always thought Corvallis and Pullman would be cool to go to because they're smaller towns, you know, and they're great home environments. Yeah. You know, Martin stadium in there What's cool about uh, Washington state is eight miles from uh, the Kibbe dome in Idaho. They're right across the border yeah. from each other. So I've done that double. Uh, I actually went there. They beat uh, uh, Gardner Minshew beat Oregon when game day came that year, wow. I think it was 2018. And mm-hmm. then uh, Oregon state right now there, I mean, obviously their program is on the rise. They are just finishing up a renovation to the side, one of the sides and it will be done. Uh, this fall, they have a Friday night game, September 29th against Utah. And I'm going to go check out the, uh, the I, new stadium. I saw them touting on social media that it is the closest fan proximity to the field in, mm. in the FBS they're, that's that's they're, we, they're claiming. Yeah. And when we talked about Nebraska having their student section way at the top, their student section at Oregon state is behind the bench and it is you know, cover your kids ears. If you want, (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt the the segment of going through this, but that was one of my questions. I was going to ask is best uh, fan section experiment is experience that you've witnessed. uh, So what happens is if you go to a game, you could either sit next to a good group of people, a bad group of people (laughs) tailgate with good people, you know, whatever it might. I, I think the best interactive experience I had was at Boise. Uh, they actually started to ask me a bunch of questions while I was there by myself, like lightweight interrogating, you know, and then <laughs> you don't want to say, Hey, I'm a big deal. Cause you don't, you know, you're just at a game, but then all of a sudden, okay, this is when we cheer and they have the guys who dress up as Elvises at Boise state. That's where the Elvises are. So 
that was the best. And then I always use the contrast. The most hostile place I've ever been to was Kentucky. I went there when they played Florida in 2019. And this guy next to me was screaming at the top of his lungs, like uh-uh. high pitch. And he was standing <laughs> on a seat and people were telling him to sit down and they were beating Florida like till 45 seconds in the game. They lost. And I looked at his wife and daughter and I was like, I'm so sorry. You have to go home. In general, I think we've noticed that fans are, are just cooler and nicer at college games compared to NFL games. I yeah. agree. And, and, and you know, there's a college camaraderie or something where even if like, you know, you're kind of, you know, talking trash to the other fans of the other team, but it's all in fun. It's not like the, all the fights and all the, the drunken, well, there's still drunkenness at college games, of course, but I don't know. It's just a different aura kind of. And that's another reason that I prefer college football over pro football is you have skin in the game, meaning you're all, it's your alma mater. You're an employee there. Your child went there. You're an administrator, that sort of thing. So you know, I went to an Alabama game and this lady, she, you know, 75, 80 years old, she had these little white pom-poms. She was singing all the songs and everything. <laughs> so yeah. And you're going to the game and you're going to be for your team and you're going to yell. And at the end you either win or lose. And if you do it in a respectful way, even a competitive way, you guys shake hands and say, Hey, we'll see you at your house next year. So I agree yeah. with you hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I went to a, I went to an Eagles Ravens game and I'm not a fan of either team. And I don't know that uh, I, I still, you know, I was calling fights. I was calling a bitch for, I, I was a great catch, great catch by the wide receiver, of the Ravens. And I feel like 30 people were calling me a bitch and a lot of, a lot of other terms uh, that I, that I'm not going to repeat on air. Uh, but yeah, I, I completely agree. Now that's Eagle fans, but I mean, yeah. sure. I went to a Packer game. Nothing happened. Everyone was cool, but um, all right. SEC, your top one in the SEC. I'm going to say Tiger Stadium. I'm going to say Tiger Stadium, LSU. Um, You know, there's a lot of, I mean, uh, I love Kyle Field. The environment in Kyle Field is one of the best. Uh, The Swamp, uh, Athens is is definitely great. Um, You know, you could say Alabama. There's, but I I just think there's something something special about Tiger Stadium. Uh, Like I mentioned, my dad played against Burt Jones there. He missed a tackle on the third play. He laid (laughs) on the ground and he said he felt the whole stadium shake and all that. (laughs) So. but yeah, I went there 2018. They played Georgia and Georgia was ranked number three and Joe Burrow was the quarterback, but this was the year before Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow. And I believe he ran the ball somewhere between 17 and 20 times and like wow. 20 carries 80 yards. And it was just a methodical game. And they won, I think 36, 16 rushed the field. And it was just an amazing experience. So <laughs> I, and the other thing about that tiger stadium is on the outside, they got the Mike, the tiger enclosure. They have all, you know, these statues for Billy Cannon and Wyatt Tittle and, and all the number sevens. And it's, it's very, the historical effect there is, is big as well. I, I had the opportunity. Well, I've been to a few sec stadiums, uh, I've been to Kyle field and stuff. They, they invited us down this past year, but uh, that same year you're talking about, I went to LSU or Mississippi state at LSU. And it was the year before, Bur- you know, Burrow and then won the natty. And I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's my favorite when I was inside, I, I got to be on the field and I'm sitting there on the sidelines and I'm like looking up and I'm like, this is insane. All these people cheering for it. I, I just, I, I think that was the best on the field experience I've seen in the sec, but I will say I love 10. I went to a game in Knoxville and, and uh, this was like in 2003 or four, it was pouring rain against the Miami hurricanes. And uh, I loved though. So the fans, they, they got their ass whooped, but uh the fact that you step right outside the stadium and there's bars and that, I, I was, I was on a pontoon boat at some point. Once again, I was, I was, I was 18 years old or something, 19 years old. Uh, I, I was on a pontoon boat on the Tennessee river at some point. It was absolutely fantastic. What'd you make of uh, 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 the Tennessee volunteer stadium? What's the name of the stadium? Neyland. Yeah, Neyland. Yeah, Neyland. Yeah. 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 So, so just to rewind real quick, 2020, a lot of um, schools were either not allowing fans or playing, but the SEC said, come, we want you. Right. And so I ended up going to God a bless the SEC. SEC game. Yeah. God bless them. They, yeah. they let me get my, to my one thirty goal because yeah. of that happening. But <laughs> Auburn, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, there were a few that I only went to with Florida with COVID restrictions. So I want to go back. 
Uh, Jared Garantano threw two pick sixes in the first half to conduct. S- me. Sounds <laughs> accurate. Yeah, yeah. So um, I will tell you that I went on that day they played Alabama this year and threw the goalposts in the Tennessee River. I was at an FCS doubleheader, Long Island in Fordham, and I had, that was. That was the most FOMO I had in my entire life. Uh, I really wanted to go, but I needed to do some FCS games. So, um, and I should say that I know that one of the most obstructed view seats in the country is at Neyland stadium because of how far the press box sticks out. So I it is, it is at the top of my list to go back there next year. Yeah. It's fantastic. Before stadium. we get off the sec and hopefully I don't get you in trouble here, Michael, but yep. I think we all might agree. Does the SEC have the hottest co-eds? <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I, I honestly, well, some some in the Big Ten. I mean, I went to Bloomington, and I swear they just grew blondes out of the ground and they're just <laughs> popping up everywhere. But cornfields, yeah, exactly. Well, I joke. You know, I, I did an interview a while back, and I called college football travel dating kryptonite. That's what I called it because in California we have no college football culture. It's uh, you know, the Golden State Warriors, it's the LA Dodgers, it's the LA Lakers. And so, um, but when you go to the South and uh, girls and women have been tailgating with their fathers since age eight or nine, and they genuinely like football and they're, you know, I always will <laughs> meet a, a, a husband and a wife and I'll, I'll look at the wife. I'm like, you really like football? And she's like, yes, I do. And I'm like, you're not just saying that? Like, yes, I do. I'm like, wow. Okay. But yeah, no, they just, you go to the the Grove at Ole Miss, or you go to Kyle Field out there. You go. I mean, it's. I gotta um, agree yeah. with you. Meeting meeting a chick in California, probably not <laughs> probably not gonna be as happy as if you go to the South or, or like Ohio. You go to Columbus. Well, you got Fresno State. The fans show up in Fresno. That's true. That's All true. Right. I will I will tell you. So I went to uh, Wisconsin, and after the game, they you know they have their 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 overalls with the that are the stripes. It's the white. I think they call them the bibs. And I filmed them dancing and everything. And I sent it to this girl that I was dating. I was like, isn't this cool? And she said, call me after the game. Right. And so I called her after the game. She goes, I know you like this little football travel stuff. She goes, but I don't like this and I'm not going with it. I was like, okay, <laughs> you're so. dumped. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. She's She's done. Done. I did say, say, I don't remember inviting you, but at the same time, you know, it was, uh, it's okay. Was you know, she, she, your, her, her, uh, or your coffee table book will be on the, on her coffee table at some point. She'll have no idea. Um, uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. Sunbelt. I, I want to ask you a couple things here because uh, me and me and Nick have been to, well, Nick's been to several Sunbelt games. Um, my favorite stadium that I think it, I, I think I want to say this is my favorite stadium as far as at least like the way it looks from, from like helicopter. Uh, not that I was on a helicopter, but uh, you I, can show, imagine, yeah. but, but you were pretty high. Yeah. 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 Uh, is, is uh, Appalachian state is something I love that stadium. It's in the middle of like a forest on a mountain. I'm curious if that will be your number one. And if not, then what is, and uh, what do you make of uh, the stadium in Boone? So this is one of the cases where the perception is correct. Uh, Kid Brewer stadium. I call it field of dreams. You know, the, the movie field of dreams, there's yeah. not supposed to be a field in a cornfield and then bam, right? This is the same thing. There's not supposed to be a, a stadium this beautiful up in the mountains. And you go through this windy 15 mile road and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, you know, is this heaven? No, it's Boone, North Carolina. Right. <laughs> uh, but I agree. Uh, you know, what's amazing about uh, that place is that the town of Boone has 18,000 people and they average 31,000 people per game. Uh, North Carolina, the opener, they had 39,000. They had game day the next week against Troy. Uh, they just released renderings that they're going to put another uh, 5,000 seats there. They have standing room open in the in one of the end zones on the grass. And so um, I, it's Sun Bowl, Kid Brewer, uh, Washington Grizzly, Montana, uh, Husky State. I mean, those are the those are the go to ones. So I 100% agree with you. Fantastic. I almost didn't want game day to go there because this, this was kind of my hidden gem. I can drive there in three hours. And I was like, Oh man, now everybody's going to know about it. Everybody's going to want to go tickets are going to spike up big time. <laughs> it was still cool that they went though. Yeah. Don't yeah. be selfish. All right. Don't be selfish. <laughs> uh, share, share it. Patty C played at uh, James Madison. Uh, wasn't Bridgeforth though at the time, was it? I was Bridgeforth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, have you been to Bridgeforth? And please tell us what a shithole it is because uh, <laughs> our, our friend, our our friend played there. 
So I did go to the spring. They played in the 2021 playoffs. It was a second round game versus North Dakota, and they won that game. Uh, there were COVID restrictions, so it wasn't a full crowd. The nickname for that stadium, they call it half a stadium because uh, one side is big. Dude, and one call, side it, is small. call it what it is. It's a shithole. It's an absolute shithole. <laughs> they fixed it, though. They remodeled, I thought. No, no, no. no? It, it was a high school stadium, which is why I didn't stay all four years on the team. Right. That's yeah. that's why I'm former. That because right. it was a high school stadium. You're yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I've done this. That was right. the reason. It, it was beneath you, right? <laughs> it, it just wasn't that exciting. There was bitches and there was beer and and then there was like uh, high school football essentially, or, or what D three football is the way I looked yeah. at it. And then uh, what's it called? But they remodeled it when since they put then. that yeah. dude. They promised us like uh, phase two of the reconstruction, like. You know, it's supposed to be two years after the original one, but here it's like been like eight or ten years, and we still got half a high school stadium and half this fucking double decker. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Fix the shit. They got They're a lot of money. They got a lot of money coming courts. in. Yeah, you know. Hey, the basketball team's doing pretty good though. Yeah, that so, paid off. So, so, uh, so, yeah. I mean, uh, you went there during COVID, didn't get the full experience, but still, it wasn't the greatest. Well, so what what happens is, you know, the the small side is the original side. And that's the the smaller press box. And so they built up the other side and made it big and nice, but it just, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, the Flintstones in the intro where they put that big meat on and then the car flips yeah. over, you know. <laughs> it's an idiotic stadium. <laughs> yeah. And it's really funny that you mentioned transferring because of it. I went to, so Hawaii right now is playing on an on-campus track stadium they had 4,000 and they're trying to convert it. And, you know, maybe new Aloha stadium will be done by 2026. I met a player after the game that, you know, we conversate on Twitter and he told me one of the big reasons he came to Hawaii was to play at Aloha stadium. Well, after the year, I saw him transfer to another school. <laughs> Oops, so uh, yeah, Ching said are not doing really it. For him. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, look, everyone, Get on over there. Give him a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on and talking to us. And please come back. We're gonna check in with you uh, during the football season to see where you're at. And uh, yeah, once again, thank you. And and it's good. It's been it's been. I've learned a lot, which you know that that rarely happens in my life. So I, I, I got one more question. What's that? How the hell do you stay so cock diesel? You know, look, I'm oh, a, I'm a, yeah. well, I'm an aficionado you know, of handsome men, and we got one right across the board here. Uh, well, your shoulder, say, yeah. your shoulder and your chest game is pretty solid. I'm sleeping in the car. It's a secret. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Thank you. Well, what do they say? Flattery will get you everywhere. So thank yeah. you for that. There you um, go. But do you want to know the truth? I lost 11 pounds during the season from under eating, being on the road so much. So I've spent these last two months of the off season trying to get back to a semblance of myself. But you know, I do all these little, we haven't talked about it, but every school I go to, I pose with the stadium, uh, the, the statue at the school. Oh, yeah. I have a brand ambassador deal with the company home field apparel. So they send me shirts. And if you use CFB campus tour on their website, you get 15% off there. But you know, I'm not 21 years old. I'm not with these college kids, but I'm trying to do, you know, hang out and not look like you guys know that meme with the guy with the backwards hat and the skateboard. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that, How uh, you doing fellow kids? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Buscemi. Buscemi. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but anyway, you know, I appreciate you guys having me and Colby. You mentioned that my account is much more exciting during the season. I agree. Um, it's hard to have a product to talk about when there's no game. So just expect a bunch of, which is your favorite stadium and blah, 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 blah. Like kind of yeah. what we do. Yeah. Yeah. It, so. It's still worth it. It's still worth following in the off season. It's just for, for, you know, I, I wasn't following your schedule. So it was like every day I'd refresh and say, Oh, he's at, you know, the rubber bowl or, or, or wherever, wherever you, you know, and I always found that super exciting and I don't know, it's a, it's an honor to have you on the show, man. And, uh, and please come back, man. Absolutely. Thank you guys very much for having me. See Take you, care. Take care, man. Right, peace. Oh man. That was fantastic. Except, except the Scotty Montgomery shit, you know what I mean? With Scotty Montgomery and uh, and uh, and it took a yeah. shit. Oh, well, they it were terrible then. They were so terrible. It, I've been to two games in Greenville, and both times, and this is before Scotty Montgomery. Both times were great games and great home environments, great fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dude, that's say no saying. more than the yeah. uh, ECU baseball game last year. Yeah, that was there the most lit baseball environment I've ever seen, yeah. hands down, without a question. Well, I'm telling you, Scotty Montgomery. Not only like it's one thing, like because I went there years where ECU had some losing seasons, and I went to some games and it would get lit. But we were in the games. It's not like 
I had yeah. never seen ECU get their ass kicked like that. He took their like yeah. heart and soul. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, you'd be down like, so I, I can remember, I think it was Navy was up 35, nothing at the end of the first quarter. And you're like, <laughs> well, you're I'll, like, I'll yeah, take the opportunity yeah. to rub this in. But JMU was an FCS at the time. And I think we won by like 25 points or something. Yeah. I think it might've been more. I think it was 35, seven. I think it was 35. You yeah. went into Greenville one th- Scotty Montgomery, by the way, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just interviewed him for an offensive coordinating job. Hey, <laughs> have fun. Fade the Fade Bucks, the Bucks <laughs> next year. You, you know where he Get was under win total. You know, you know where he was last year, the Indianapolis Colts. How'd that work out for them? They have the second pick in the draft, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Facts. <laughs> there's a trend. Uh, all right. Look, uh, before we get to our next segment, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. Offer subject to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 or older. Present state where Winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. 